Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this episode of the My Husky Life podcast. My name is Liam, and today I am joined here by two people, but I'm only joined here by one other member of the pod squad. Very sad, um, but would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, everyone. It's Erica back again. Yes, unfortunately, Sonny could not be here today, um, but we will still have a wonderful podcast, and we'll see him again next week. Um, but as usual, you can listen to hear more about us in any of the previous episodes, specifically the first one we talk all about ourselves. Um, <laughs> I am a rising second year computer science major and very excited to be back again with another episode of My Husky Life. Absolutely. Yeah. My name is Liam. I'm uh, also back yet again as a communication studies and media and screen studies major with a minor in marketing. Just got to plug it every single week. Um <laughs> Sonny, you will be dearly missed. We know you're doing well with your ROTC training out there, um, and we'll have you back next week. Um, but we have a wonderful other guest uh, joining us today uh, that we would like to say a very warm welcome to. So would you like to introduce yourself? Absolutely. Thank you very much. Uh, my name is Robin Golden, and I am the Director of Housing Services here at Northeastern. Um, I've been here for um, about four years, and I'm excited to talk with you all today about move-in. Awesome. Thank you so much. And as you heard, we will be talking all about move-in today. We have the the director of housing here <laughs> talking to us today. So um, we'll be getting the inside scoop about everything move-in. So let's just jump right into it. I'm sure people are clamoring to hear about um, a little bit about the process. So, okay. So obviously things are going, are, are a little bit different this year than past years, but can you tell us how things are similar? Absolutely. Um, so every year we strive for a really smooth, really positive move-in experience. Being a very large urban campus, we have to make sure lots of things are in place and lots of things are structured and streamlined so that you and everybody else in the community have this, you know, really positive experience where you're not waiting in lines or experiencing backup on our city streets. And so just like every other year, we have this committed team in place, making sure that that same welcoming, smooth move-in experience happens um, for this fall. So that team includes staff, volunteers, professional moving support, um, and they will be around campus just like other years in those key areas for unloading, for directions, to welcome you, provide answers, and provide support. Um, those logistics are still all going to be in place to make sure that um, you can move around campus and get to your room and settle in and start your career here at Northeastern. Nice. All of the rooms similarly um, are obviously being prepared. So leading up to moving every year, make sure everything's clean, work orders are completed. Um, and making sure that once you get into your building, after navigating the different areas of campus, that you're reaching a room that you're excited to move into and feeling that it is your home here on campus. Yeah, I can, can definitely attest to that kind of very welcoming and smooth movement process and having a very nice clean dorm to go back to. <laughs> um, can you explain a little bit more, though, about what the professional moving support, what that is and what that means? Yeah, so we um, at Northeastern again, want to make sure that everything runs smoothly for you. So every student is assigned an unloading location and at that unloading location will be professional support. And what exactly they do varies on location to location, but they're in place to make sure that traffic can proceed smoothly and that you get the help and the hampers that you need. And so 
They might be as simple as directing traffic through your unloading location. They'll be there to make sure that you're able to get a hamper. They might be unloading your trunk into your hamper. And depending on the mm. location, they may then be taking your hamper to your building or to your room. Mm -hmm. um, there's also professional moving support at many of our buildings on the building's dedicated move-in day to help with ramps um, or entry into buildings that have stairs. And so you'll see them all over campus and assisting in those various ways. So obviously I just described that the support could look a little bit different location to location. And so if you're curious about your location, we'll be sharing those specific details to students through your Northeastern email. And then it will also be on our move in web pages. Awesome. Well, thank you for that. Um, but so obviously things are going to be so like, I, you know, we've all been part of the move in process before, you know, we we're unloading things into the hampers and moving into the building. But um, like I said before, things are going to be a little bit different. So can you talk about that about how what the differences are going to be? Sure. So for those of you listening who are new students, um, you might not notice immediately what is different, although when you do this again <laughs> in the future, I think that you will. Um, and for anyone who's <laughs> listening, who's done this before, you will definitely notice some of those differences. Um, so the overall traffic flow, first and foremost, is going to look different because the first thing that has to happen for every student is to go through the university's testing center, which is going to be in Cabot. And so your arrival won't be directly to your unloading location, but it would be to Cabot. Um, and students who don't have their Husky card yet will actually proceed through um, the Curry Student Center to get their Husky card prior to entering Cabot. So students, first thing, they'll be getting that test, which is obviously different from every other year moving into campus. Um, once you get that, that test, um, you'll then have access turned on for your residence hall um, or granted access to receive a key, depending on where you're living. All the time that you're on campus, whether it's you know your walk to the testing center, your presence in the testing center, when you get to your unloading location and in the common areas of our residence halls, um, the university is enforcing strict mask or face covering um, protocols and so you do have to wear a mask or face covering in all of those spaces. So also something a little bit different um, from any other time that you've been on campus. We'll also be enforcing and there will be a lot of signage that you'll see encouraging the healthy distancing um, so that we're maintaining that six foot distance um, between you and other people who are on campus in these areas at the same time. Right. One of the big differences um, is the no guest policy. And we understand that that's really a, a challenge and a disappointment for many students and many family and friends. Um, but given the unique situation that we're in right now, we are enforcing the no guests um, being permitted into our residential facilities. And so our unloading locations are going to be those sites of the farewells to your friends, to your family. And so thinking about how you're gonna prepare for that and the feelings that both you'll have and your friends and family will have, um, I think is just important to remember. And we know that that's going to be a, a hard thing for some people. Many other students, you arrive without friend and family support in a normal year. You're flying in and maybe you're coming on your your own and so that won't feel very different um, but for some people we know that that is a significant change um, the other thing is really our um, recommendation um, and request that you consider limiting what you're bringing to campus it's very important that once you complete your move-in 
that you start your arrival quarantine as soon as possible. And so we're asking that you pack only your essentials and those few personal touches that you need to feel again like your home here at Northeastern. And so we have a packing list um, to help you identify what those things are but you should be able to move all of your belongings in one trip. So our moving hampers are about four feet by four feet by three feet. Um, and then obviously if you can carry a backpack or a duffel bag or something while pushing that, that would be your one trip. And so we want you to be strategic about what you're packing and what you're bringing to campus this year. Great, thank you. That's a lot of um, very great information about the move-in, but once you're actually on campus, I know there's this kind of quarantine that you have to go through. Um, during that arrival quarantine, can students go and get packages, get groceries? Um, what are they allowed to do? Right. Um, so, you know, I mentioned that we want you to streamline your move in so that you can start that arrival quarantine as soon as possible. And we are getting some questions about the logistics of that and what are you allowed to leave your bedroom to do. And so it's really important per the state guidelines and the university policies that you not leave your bedroom. Um, and that could be your room if you're in a building um, with a shared floor bathroom, but it could also mean your building if you're or your, your bedroom if you're in a suite or apartment, that you should really be remaining in your bedroom. The only permitted reasons to leave your bedroom until you get your first test result um, is to get grab-and-go dining from campus dining locations, all of which will be posted and available those schedules. That does not include grocery stores or dining options outside of campus. Those will have to wait until after you get that first negative test. The second reason is to use those shared bathrooms um, or in apartment kitchens. So whether it's a bathroom on your floor or that bathroom that you're sharing with others in your apartment or that kitchen that you're sharing with others in your apartment, you should be limiting your exposure to those to essential operations, um, you know, going, making your food and going back to your room to dine. You shouldn't be sitting in the common area of your apartment. If you're on the shared floor bathroom that you leave your room, you go to the, your bathroom, you do what you need to do there, and you go back to your room. You're not hanging out in the bathroom having a conversation with your neighbor. Again, there's lots of time for those things after you get that first negative result. Anytime you do leave your bedroom to do one of those things, you should be wearing a mask, um, as is practical. It's obviously challenging to wear a mask while brushing your teeth, but it is not challenging to wear a mask while going to the bathroom. Um, and so that's what we mean by as is practical. The third reason you can leave your room is obviously if you needed to seek urgent medical care. Um, we have NUPD around campus to call in case of emergencies, and anytime you need to seek medical care, that would be a reason that you would be able to leave that arrival quarantine. Other than that, um, there will be a lot of time for the, that first day until you get those results back that you can settle in your room, make your bed, hang some pictures, put your clothes on hangers, um, but you will be remaining in your bedroom until you get those results. So there's obviously, like you said, there's, there's some essential things that you should bring to campus. I mean, if we can only, if we're recommended only have one hamper, then we should have just a limited number of items. So of those items, like what do you think, what is your professional recommendation of the essentials that we should be bringing to campus? Great question. For me personally, I recommend utilizing those packing lists um, that are on the website. Um, 
you know, I, I say this to as many people as possible, that just because a back-to-school sale says that something is a must-have and puts it on their little checklist, it doesn't necessarily mean it's a must-have. Think about those things realistically, <laughs> what you use in your, you know, current everyday life, and are you um, really going to use things you don't use now just because you're at college? Um, so my professional recommendation is stick to the packing list and really truly consider what you're going to use and what you're going to need. Um, and then if you have a roommate or others in your suite or apartment, what can you coordinate? Um, you don't each need to bring a large pack of toilet paper. Maybe you each bring a few rolls or one of you brings the toilet paper and somebody else brings the pots and pans. Um, when you think about it that way, you can spread out a little bit so that everyone has some for their hamper and not one person having everything. Um, another piece of professional recommendation is pack in bags that can be folded up. You know, trunks, there's not place to leave trunks. Even suitcases um, can be hard in some of our spaces for storage. But if you pack in duffel bags or pack in your backpack, pack in your laundry bag, um, those are all things that are either reusable or things that can easily be folded away and stored until such time that you need to use them again. Um, but I will ask you, Liam and Erica, um, to think about things that you packed and maybe some things you think you've overpacked or recommendations that you have <laughs> as well. Definitely. I mean, I'm guilty on every trip of overpacking. Um, <laughs> but I think that in college, one thing that I want to mention is that um, you don't have to bring everything you could possibly want the entire year right away. Um, especially things like, you know, if you want snacks or toiletries, once you're cleared for those quarantine, um, you can always go out and buy a couple things, your essentials and things like that. Um, so just really need what you, those things that you definitely need in those first couple of days when you're in that arrival quarantine. Um, and one thing like, I was guilty of this, those extra pillows, those decorative pillows, <laughs> I have to say, completely, completely unnecessary. <laughs> Mine stayed under my bed the whole year. After the first couple of weeks, I got tired of pulling it out and putting it on my bed. Like, it just stayed downstairs. Um, <laughs> it just stayed under the bed in storage. Um, just, uh, you only need the pillows you're going to sleep on, the bedding you're going to sleep on. Um, throw a throw blanket on there. I loved having a blanket, um, and it still spices things up. But there's, really bring the things you need um, for your living. It doesn't have to be, you know, super extra. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a lot of, um, I don't know, I think my mom thought I was going to eat in my room a lot more than I did. I had a lot of silverware. <laughs> Uh, I had multiple plates. I had salt and pepper shakers. Like when I never had an, a meal extravagant enough that I brought back to my single, you know, you know, room that I needed salt and pepper. <laughs> Usually <laughs> it was prepared enough beforehand if I was taking it home or something like that. So definitely like if you if it's good enough for just you, it'll probably be good enough for the room. You don't need you're not having a bunch of people over for a little dining party. You can just have, you know, what you need and then assume that you're going to be, you know, getting food at the dining halls and things like that a lot. And, you know, any extra, you know, wares that you might need, you probably don't. I definitely didn't need the cheese knife that I brought with me. <laughs> so <laughs> and that all takes up a little bit of extra space. And although, you know, forks and <clears throat> knives aren't too large and too spacious when you're packing them up in something and you have to make room for them, that can take up just yeah. a little bit more space than you um, than you need in your hamper because, like I said, there's uh, 
There's limit. There is limited space. So. It's truly about just like looking at the stuff and analyzing what you truly need um, for yourself. And I mean, you're not going to be having lots of people in your room. You only really need, you know, one plate, one bowl, a fork and a spoon for like yourself. Um, and the other thing is like your clothes. Definitely look through that, you know, do a little spring cleaning. Bring what you actually think you're going to wear. Um, and remember that you don't, you're not there for a long summer. You know, Boston does get cold faster. You don't need to bring your entire summer wardrobe with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just be aware of those things that you definitely need in those first few few weeks. And like Erica said, I mean, you can always buy or ship what you need later. Um, especially, or if you decide that you really need something for your room, but it can wait a little bit, like once you go home for Thanksgiving, or mm-hmm. then you can come back and you can bring that back if you need to. So don't, yeah, don't overdo it once you get there, but, and then you can take care of that all when you get down the line, just like everybody has been yeah. saying so far, just bring the essentials and we'll figure it out from there. Yeah. So, um, mentioning shipping items to ourselves, if you do have some things that you don't think are quite essential, um, would you recommend that students ship items that would overflow and hamper? Um, what are your thoughts on that? Another great question. So I, I, it's reasonable to expect there are going to be delays with picking up packages. Um, The mail service in general is experiencing some delays right now. Um, Mm -hmm. And then with restrictions that need to be in place in the campus mail rooms in order to de-densify those spaces, the fact that you'll be in quarantine for, you know, your first day, um, it does mean that the ability to get packages quickly um, is likely to not be as smooth um, as other years. And so you should expect that there will be some delays. And so absolutely, I think, you know, Erica, Liam, you made great points about if you're able to purchase something that can be shipped to you later on, or you have someone at home um, or a friend or a family member who can send you something later on, I think that that's great. I think those first two weeks are just going to be very busy at the mail rooms and so don't try to ship essentials um, because you might not be able to get them as fast as you would want them and so things like linens and medicines important documents make sure those are the things that make it in your one hamper um, but absolutely those things that can wait by all means down the road ship those um, we do have a preferred vendor on our website that you received in your emails who will do um, shipping of items directly to your room. And so you can look into that option as well. The deadlines are approaching. But again, I encourage you to think overall about how many things you need to have on campus, um, you know, this year with those restrictions and just wanting to make sure that it's smooth for you on the way in, on the way out, um, and and trying overall to limit yourself to the essentials. Don't think, okay, I'll pack my one hamper, but I'll ship my six large boxes. Um, <laughs> that's that's not what we're we're hoping for for this year. Those are kind of the the big pieces about moving. Um, but turning it back over to Liam and Erica, a lot of it is still normal there's a lot of emotion that goes into move in a lot of um you know the logistics that i mentioned are there things from your own experiences that you know are either thoughts or suggestions that you have from a student perspective to share definitely my first recommendation would be if you're living in uh whether you're living in a suite or in a regular you know double or anything like that like 
connect with the person that you're living with. Um, you're probably going to be see them, seeing the people that you're living around. And even though you you know can still maintain that distancing between you and wear a mask when you're within the residence halls, like or within your apartment, still take that opportunity if you happen to walk past them to say hi and to do a nice distance greeting and introduction. Um, because you know, those people will become your neighbors and, and the people that you will end up seeing all the time around campus. And, um, you know, when we talk about how people are going to meet others, uh, being in your LLC is a huge part of that. And being in the place where you're going to meet people with similar interests, LLC being living learning community, um, where you share interests with people based on major or other, you know, hobbies or things like that. And so, Definitely keep an eye out for the people that are going to be living around you as well as within your own living space because they're going to become your friends very quickly considering there's not going to be a ton of uh, moving around and people hanging out in other places. So definitely uh, reach out to the people that you that are within you that are within your within your bubble, so to speak. Yeah, and definitely going along with that. Um, just on a little bit of a more serious note is definitely um, it's good to discuss with your roommates ahead of time, set some boundaries, um, especially maybe with your concerns about how you go about doing things on campus and things like that. Talk about cleaning in your room and just like basic things. Um, I think it's important to establish those things early on so they don't become issues later down the road. Um, so having just kind of a general agreement with your roommates about how you expect things to go throughout the year. Um, but again, like they're just bond with those people and really um, get to know them and make set yourself up for a successful and happy first year. Um, <laughs> as far as move-in goes, um, this is my tip for one of my little move-in ch- tricks. Um, if you have things you know are going to hang that are already hanging in your closet and you would like to transport those, <laughs> um, my favorite tip was just throwing a trash bag or two around them so you don't have to take everything off the hangers and put them back on when you arrive. It's just a really easy way to transport it and then you can just plop it right in your closet when you arrive. Um, Personally for me, that saves a lot of time because I don't really like hanging my clothes up. So it was very easy to just take them out and put them back in. Um, But that's my little move-in tip and trick. (laughs) Nice little life hack there. I second it. I mean the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) On top of that though, I mean, just to add on like, you know, When you move in, you're not just moving in to your new home. You're also moving out of your other home, your your previous home, um, away from your your family and friends. Sometimes, sometimes people from are from around the area, but a lot of the time, you're moving away from from what you have grown up knowing, and that can be difficult, you know, to say the least. And it can be, you know, looking forward, it can be it can be stressful and a little overwhelming. And so, start early take the time to you know talk to your friends talk to your family about how you'll keep in touch about your plans to visit each other in the future um, when you'll see each other next it's all you know everything will come back together everything that um, separates you'll only be gone for a couple months and you'll end up coming back you can definitely keep in touch via FaceTime, Zoom, texting all the time, calling, yeah. play video games together, you know, use Netflix party, whatever you want to do. You have all these opportunities available to you to stay connected to your friends and family. And on top of that, you'll have all of the n- new friends that you'll be making and organizations you'll be joining. And so you'll kind of have the best of both worlds where you'll have your friends and family from home, but you'll also have a whole new home at Northeastern. So 
Yeah, definitely. definitely. Yeah, keep an open mind about that because everything everything does work out. And it is just really about taking it one step at a time. And you'll see, you know, you'll, you'll in the moment it's going to be a little bit stressful and it's going to be a little bit scary. But it, with time, it'll all work itself out and you'll figure out the routine. You'll figure out the schedule and you'll come into yourself. Yeah. Say that big goodbye to your family. I feel like when you're moving into college, you want to be independent and you're like, oh, I'm getting out. Um, but like really, you know, you're seeing your parents for the last time for maybe a little while, especially if you're coming from far away. Um, just give your parents that big hug, you know, have a nice goodbye with them um, and enjoy that moment. But then know that you're entering this new community with you're going to make lots of new friends and you're going to have a whole new Northeastern family. This is um, what you've been preparing for all that time. Yeah. So. Another tip I have, um, well, two couple things about packing. <laughs> I have lots of packing tips. One, if you do get a mattress topper and you are planning on bringing that with you, do not take it out of the packaging until you arrive in your dorm room because when you roll those out, they decompress and get really puffy and then you can't get that back small again. <laughs> um, so 100%, if you're bringing that with you in your hamper, leave it in the packaging until you arrive in your dorm room and leave it a, a few hours to kind of um, decompress before you put your sheets on and everything. And then also um, be efficient with your packing. I mean, you can find a lot of extra room if something's in a box that has lots of like extra padding, take it out and wrap it in your clothes. Cause then like, and if you have like a box, like put some things in that box. Don't just leave the box with empty space in your packaging, especially this year. There's lots of ways to find efficient things to pack things into. <laughs> um, I, we had so, so many things compressed in those little <laughs> tiny boxes. So even though one hamper sounds like a small amount, there's a lot you can do with that. Definitely. Um, and just, you know, get creative. Find those ways to pack everything you want. Um, but really, you have a small room. Um, you only need your essentials. Bring a couple personal items to kind of spruce up the space, make it your own. Um, but know that um, things will build over time and you have an entire year to kind of make that space your own. Um, so just bring what you truly need uh, in that first trip. Start practicing by playing some Tetris. <laughs> yeah. Just spend Do your, some, the rest of your you know, does this item spark joy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> that spring cleaning is very important. All right. Well, that, I mean, that was a pretty comprehensive look at, at the move-in process and everything that we're going to be looking at, um, you know, and, and, and dealing with coming in the next couple of weeks. Uh, Northeastern will definitely be sending out more information uh, coming up here in the next couple of days and weeks about more move-in and, and the, just to let you know the, the whole process so that, you know, no stone is left unturned. You understand um, from the beginning to the end how it's all going to play out um, from when you arrive on campus all the way till you're in your room. Um, and you've gone through your multiple tests and made sure that you are ready to attend class um, come the beginning of class. So <clears throat> thank you so much, Robin, yeah. for, for joining us today um, and for providing us with all that awesome information. Yeah. I mean, you, were, you certainly came prepared, as I, was ex as I would expect the director <laughs> of housing to do. You're welcome. And uh, yeah, I mean, thank you for having me. Um, final thoughts, like Liam just mentioned, um, we'll be sending a lot of emails, a lot of information being updated on the website. So as you have questions, please look to those and outreach to housing. Um, our email, our phones are the best way to reach us. And we'll be happy to answer any questions that you have as you do plan for your move in um, and your semester ahead. Yeah. So don't be, don't hesitate to be in touch if you have those questions. Yeah. 
And I think I just want to mention, remember that all of these um, restrictions, all of these guidelines that we're putting in place is really to ensure that we have a very safe and healthy start to our semester. Um, so even though it's going to look different, it's just it's to protect the pack, as they say. <laughs> um, and we're going to have a very lovely semester. We just have to do what we the like we have to follow these guidelines to make sure that everyone stays safe and healthy and um, we can enjoy the entire semester on campus. Definitely. Yeah, we're, we're doing this for all of us, you know, and we'll once we kind of move past all this and get all this out of the way, then we'll be back on track and we'll can start moving forward. But we have to work together. It's all a big team effort. So um, again, thank you, Robin, for joining us. And, you know, it's, we're all big, one big Northeastern community, faculty mm -hmm. and staff and student. Um, I'm working to make this uh, the best experience that it can possibly be. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us. Um, and listeners, thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to reach out to us with any of your burning questions about Northeastern and anything that you want the pod squad to answer, feel free to tweet us at NUOrientation with the hashtag MyHuskyLife and we'd be happy to answer any of your questions. Um, otherwise, definitely check us out on social media, like I said, at NUOrientation on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we would love to see some more of you. And then, uh, Robin, would you like to, do you have any services, social media, website that you'd like to plug just so that everybody knows where to go to check you out? The best way to be in touch with us is right now our phone and our email. Um, we have Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram um, for you to follow <laughs> as well. And as we gear up to the semester, we'll be putting some things out there. Um, but really, the Fall Move-In website as well as your emails are the best way to get this detailed information for us leading up to the start of the semester. Perfect. Yes, check those emails. Yes, yeah, keep an eye on those emails for sure. All right, thank you so much. Um, this has been another episode of My Husky Life. I've been Liam. I've been Erica. And I'm Robin. And this is My Husky Life. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank Bye, you. Everyone. Bye, everyone. Miss you, Sunny. <laughs>